When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to bonus content, our very first bonus episode of season six, I believe. I am your host, the five-star, five-diamond chef, J-Man. And with me is the lovable superintendent of the Bureau of Indian Affairs. Lovable Carl. Do you not dare dress with your traditional regalia around Carl because he doesn't (laughs) like it. I am very, very lovable. Although he doesn't dress very nice himself outside of anything anyway either. I, I wear... Comfortable stuff, <laughs> hence the I moniker. I, I I I I don't know why you you don't want to be so cool like me. I don't know. I don't understand why you don't want to be like cool like me. We definitely have different definitions of the word cool. <laughs> but anyway, uh, this is a bonus episode that you're listening to. Bonus episode, and so actually, you know what the topic we're going to talk about today is was a special request. A special request for us to talk about what it is that we're going to talk about. But I guess before we get into that, I uh, just want to give a, a quick shout out to all the listeners out there that the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast has officially hit 50,000 or should I say 50,000 plus total downloads. All right. 50,000 downloads, which means that 50,000 times you've heard my ninja story, 50,000 times that you heard J-Man say five-star, five-star hot dogs, and 50,000 times that you heard me talk about potatoes, which is a great subject, by the way. I don't know why you don't want to talk about potatoes. 50,000 times that you blame the media for the world's problems. <laughs> 50,000 times you said you heard me say in time and memorial. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you know, that's a great accomplishment. So I'd like to send big thank yous to everybody out there that has listened to us over the year and a half, I guess. Is, is that how long we've been podcasting? Yeah, actually, yeah, a year and a half now. So. A little bit under a year and a half. And so, but definitely thank you for that. And so I guess, you know, to get into the main part of what we're going to talk, talk about, we did get a special request to talk about the COVID-19 vaccines. Dun, dun, dun. Man, COVID-19 vaccine. I mean, you got your shot, right? You got your shot. I got my shot. Did you get your shot? I got both of them. So, <laughs> And I actually wanted to throw this disclaimer out there because we are going to be kind of talking about somewhat of a, a sensitive topic. Oh, yeah. I, I guess yeah, you yeah, could yeah, say yeah. that uh, by no means 
are Carl and I experts in this field, that my recommendation is that you still should consult with the, I believe it's the CDC or with your healthcare provider, your doctors, whomever it is that you see at home. <laughs> and, you know, whatever it is that Carl and I say should be not taken as advice, should not be taken to heart but really should be taken with a grain of salt because I did attempt to and failed at getting an actual professional to join us today to talk a little <laughs> bit more about the factual uh, stuff behind the COVID-19 vaccine. So for today, we're going to be, I guess, which is not a change of pace for anything, talking out of our butts. You know, um, yeah, well, that's true. And I think that's true for every episode that we do as well, too. So that's what I say. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I mean, it's it's in a way where we're going to kind of give you information about the COVID-19 and we're no, yeah, like what J-Man said, we're no uh, experts at this. We're just uh, two Hopi guys that gotten their shots because it was told that we had to get the shots. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I guess really, you know, when you think about it, when you take it back, because I, I think that and I guess one thing I would like to say is that because we talked about celebrating 50,000 downloads yeah, at the very yeah. beginning of the podcast that you and I, we didn't want to talk about anything COVID related. No, no. We didn't want to talk about anything pandemic related because no. we thought it was very depressing. And at the time we started the podcast, I think that was probably when it was at its most worst. Yeah, here it was the on the reservation. And so, you know, any type of, um, I, I guess, negativity that's related to the pandemic it was all happening here yeah it, you know yeah. that you know when we started the podcast we made a promise to say that we're not going to talk anything about like uh current issues or anything that's in that depressing yeah, type of stories yeah and so we just wanted to make it happy cheerful for everybody but we gotten a lot of requests mm -hmm. for this uh this topic here so we just wanted to uh, lay down the foundation of where we stand on vaccines versus um, not getting vaccines. not getting vac vaccinated. And then I think that too, another big part of the request for us to talk about this, and we'll we'll get to it at some point, is the uh, mandated vaccination policies oh, yeah. that are starting yeah. to come out with different places. Primarily, I think like healthcare centers, hospitals, schools. You're hearing about these mandated vaccination policies enforcing employees to get vaccinated or get fired basically but i guess really you know when you think about like we both admittedly said that we both got vaccinated oh yeah and, and so what was the what was your reasoning carl as to choosing to get the vaccine uh well the reason why uh i got vaccinated was because it was kind of mandated uh at the place that i work at oh mandated at so's house huh? yeah pretty much you know no you know at like Okay, so talking about vaccines, we'll go we'll go back when we were in school, when we we're in when we we're in grade school. Mm -hmm. Everybody had to have their vaccinations, right? Flu shots, flu shots. Uh, what was that? Uh, rubella or whatever it's called. Vaccination, vaccination, some sort of vaccination. Yeah, you have yeah. you would have to have your vaccination card in order to go to, to school. Go to school. So so really, mandated vaccinations aren't aren't new. a new thing. Mm -hmm. So. A lot of this, a lot of the the new stuff that came out, like when we were both youngsters, influenza. I think it was influenza. Yeah, the influenza vaccines. And you know, when we were young, we didn't 
we were kind of forced into that. We didn't have a say. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have a say whether we we're going to get vaccinated or not. And our parents weren't protesting. On uh, yeah, the streets they weren't with signs and you know trying to <laughs> contend against flu shots and influenza vaccinations, those sort of things. And you know, I, it's interesting that you brought that up because. Um, I guess we'll talk about it a little bit more, but you know, I got the vaccine shot and I remember when the vaccinations became available here on the reservation, it was almost like that supermarket suite type of, uh, Oh yeah. Type yeah. of, uh, reality because people were scrambling <laughs> long lines to, to get the vaccination because, you know, I think simply, you know, people were afraid. People were afraid because of, unfortunately, you know, we, we did lose a lot of individuals yeah. here on the reservation. And so I, I think that a lot of us wanted to not only protect ourselves, but we wanted to protect those that we hold near and dear to our hearts. People that we see every day, because then I remember, you know, when, when the vaccinations first became available, that I wasn't really running to the line because I think because, you know, I'm a younger guy that I... I'm somewhat healthy and, you know, I feel like my body is pretty strong that I wasn't afraid of getting the virus. Yeah. But I was terrified. And like many other people, I was terrified of potentially contracting the virus and then giving it to my parents or giving it to my mother's sisters or my taha or, you know, like like the older people. Yeah. The older people whose bodies aren't as strong or uh, folks that have the... Um, what do they call it when they have a pre-existing health condition? And so that's what yeah. I was afraid of. Yeah, so not necessarily afraid for myself. And so I think that at some point when the vaccine did become available to me, I, I chose to, to get it. You know, let me tell you a story here. I hope it's not about <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> no, actually it does involve potatoes at or some ninjas. point. <laughs> when, um, when when we heard about this COVID vax or COVID uh, sickness, this was, uh, I believe, when was this? Uh, before March, before March, when everything kind of blew up. 2019. 2020. Uh, yeah, 2020. No, it was 2019. 2020. Something around that year. <laughs> but anyway, the the following year. Uh, you know, we did everything as normal. We did everything as planned. We did go to the Kiva. We went to do our, 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 our yearly stuff as Hopis, not knowing that this, this type of sickness is going to hit us. And so a lot of the times that we kind of get sick in a way and Gua, had, Gua and I, you, we usually kind of get uh, our yearly sick sickness in a way. Mm -hmm. And so I was the first one. This one happened probably around... Uh, January, January of that time. And I I didn't feel good. It was just that, that huge sickness. I thought it was just a common at cold. The, at the beginning at of the, the beginning, 2020 year. Yeah. At the beginning of the year when everything went crazy. Yeah. At the year when it, no, actually this was in 2019. 2020. It, it has to be 2019. <laughs> 2020. 2019. Or trust me. Trust me. 2020. No, it is 2019. Trust me. No, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 2019. But anyway, you know, um, when we got sick, well, I got at sick the beginning at the beginning of 2019. 2020. I, I didn't feel... I didn't feel that it was a, a regular sickness. Uh -huh. It felt weirder. It felt like this this whole idea of sickness was just weird. You had a headache. I had everything. Like, everything was just coming out at once. You had an itch in your pants. It was weird. And... A little weird. The, the one... Quite the, discharged. <laughs> 
my body's changing. I don't know what to do, mom. <laughs> it's burning so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, it was it was weird because the one weird thing that I took from it was that I couldn't breathe much and I didn't think of it. I thought it was just part of that sickness. So like I would a, be a regular sickness. Like a, like the regular sickness. Your yearly sickness yeah, that you get. Yeah, and I that like that like I would have a lot of uh like gasping for air pretty much it was like <gasps> like you pretty much like that in order to I, I think that's a symptom of being overweight I don't know. <laughs> or well fed is that a symptom <laughs> of well being, being well fed <laughs> <laughs> but anyway I I felt that it wasn't it wasn't a normal sickness and I, I got over it within like a week or so uh-huh. And then Gua had it. Gua uh-huh. had that whole thing, but his his was more like the fevers. And I took him down to the clinic down here at the IHS, and we they took him to the emergency room, and he was burning up. He was like uh, almost a hundred and hundred and hundred point one. Oh wow! And so they had to cool him down as much as they can. And so while they were waiting for it, they said that we're going to go ahead and take a take some tests, like a flu test, you know, get some cultures from you. So we did. So they took an x-ray from pneumonia, did everything pretty much. And we waited in there for quite a bit. And they came back with the results. And they said that you don't have the flu. You don't have the, you don't have any, any type of sickness. You don't have pneumonia, nothing like that. And so he said that maybe you're just, you're just getting off of it. Or maybe this is the early stages. We just don't know. And so we didn't take that as like, uh, like, oh man, this is a new sickness kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. This was just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Guam must not be sick. Yeah, yeah. And so they gave him this uh, product the called yeah called Tamiflu. Like yeah. And so for five days he took that and he was all and better. He, he got over it. Yeah, he and got over it. it. It's interesting though that you say that because um, I I think a lot of us are like that. We get that yearly sickness. You get sick yeah, once a yeah. year. And for me, I do that too. I get a yearly sickness, but mine's is always in February during Boomia for yeah. some reason. Yeah, is when my yearly sickness happens. And at the beginning of 2020 in February I got a similar sickness exactly same thing that you described and then both my parents got sick yeah but the difference was that my father his cough took a long time to go away yeah and and so you know I think that that's kind of the conversation out here that a lot of us have was that a lot of us probably got COVID not knowing it was COVID didn't realize it until way later when they learned how to detect that you actually had COVID when you were sick. And then, you know, and I think that that's pretty common with a lot of folks out here, that story that you shared. And I guess, you know, going through that whole ordeal of being locked down, of having to wear our masks everywhere, of schools being shut down. And then finally, you know, we move into 2021 when the vaccine is available now. And 2020 is when it was available. 2021 no end of 2020 was 20 well well here on the reservation oh okay i believe yeah because it started as i mentioned before we're not experts so (laughs) but then you know i guess really i and this is kind of an uh and this is kind of a reason why i wanted to have this episode because i wanted us to be able to talk about our comfort levels yeah with how life is now because it's it's different and you hear people's opinions about life in this pandemic and how it differs right because do you have some people who are living life like it was 
2018. Yeah. Yeah. Walking around, no masks. A lot of them don't want to get the vaccine, that they're very adamant about their kids going to school in the normal fashion. They don't want their kids to wear masks. They don't want their kids to get vaccinated. But then you have another group of people who are still willing to go out, but maybe they'll wear the masks yeah, when yeah. they're in public places, or maybe they'll choose to get the vaccine. But then yet you still have people who are very much uh, locked into their homes, that they're still afraid to go outside. They're still afraid to send their kids to schools because knowing that the, the virus is still out there and then now you have these new variants. And, and so, you know, when I th- getting ready for this episode, you know, kind of thinking about my practices living in a pandemic world that I have to admit that I have gotten lazy with wearing my mask. Yeah. Yeah. That because especially now, like if you go to Flagstaff, if you go to Phoenix, a lot of businesses, they don't require you to wear the mask no. anymore. No. And sometimes, you know, you, you're in a hurry, you run out of your car very quickly and you forget, you, f- you simply forget to grab it. And then rather than going back to get it, you just walk in and do whatever it is that you need to do. And I guess, you know, and I I think that that's kind of the difference in terms of what our comfort levels are with the vaccine. I'm I'm sorry, with with the pandemic. I think that a lot of it really has to do with your own physical I guess the how how you are physically, right? Because yeah, like yeah, like how you mentally prepare yourself, uh-huh. or like how your physical body is. Because if you're an older person and you're more susceptible to disease, sickness, things like that, you might be a little bit more weary, a little bit more fearful. But us being younger guys, and like I said, I think that I'm quote unquote somewhat healthy. Yeah, that I'm not as restraint about going out and doing the things that I like to go eating at restaurants, getting my hair cut or going into the bar here and there for certain things. <laughs> you know, when, when we, when we were mandated to wear like masks back in 2019 or end of 2019, 2020, no, it is 2019. And, and I, you know, looking at, looking at like the, the different uh, news articles and news uh, casters, they they said that you have to wear masks all the time, and then so it took us a while to get used to wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And I felt so self conscious about wearing a mask going into stores. And I'm like, I you know I don't feel right. You know, only sick people wear masks. And and you know, in my mind is like before 2019. You know, you ha- you there was nothing really. There was nothing that we we had no way of like. Uh, protecting ourselves and so and then so like you know uh masks weren't a thing back then so you're just like and when you see somebody in like pre pre pre-covid wearing a mask you're like oh that person is sick we should stay away from that person but now in that mindset of like oh that guy's not wearing a mask i should stay away from that person (laughs) (laughs) that guy's gonna give me covid That, that that's I think that that's true because then you know and it really depends too on where you live right because Arizona like Phoenix like like a lot of people yeah, say they, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. they don't give a fuck yeah they, they don't care that there's a pandemic around that you know you got a lot of places you got the governor of our fine state that's make basically making it illegal for places like schools, universities to make it a requirement for their students to wear masks. Yeah. But then you got other places like California that's a little bit more, I, I, I guess, uh, 
more more pre- preventive for for covid measures things like that so they're kind of being more enforcing of people wearing masks in certain places and things like that here on the reservation for sure that we're still enforcing masks in public places um and then now you're hearing rumblings of uh covid vaccine mandates in certain places the hospitals our local schools and etc but i really kind of also too wanted to talk for both of us to talk and get our opinions in terms of the vaccination about you know because it's really something that you hear a lot on in the news you see it on social media that a lot of people are anti vaccinations why do you think people are anti well if you're talking vaccine well if you're talking about like the hopi people like you know they're there's there, a, there are some Hopi people yeah, there's a that lot. are they're, anti. Yeah, they're anti-vaccine. Anti-vaxxers, is that the term? Yeah, anti-vaxxers, yeah. And I guess it has to deal with like the religious purposes of how how we see Bahana and and their Western medicine in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so like, you know, there were there were guys, there were several guys in, in the Kivas that didn't have their vaccination. And they were kind of ousted in a way where oh, they're really? like put into a corner. No kidding. Yeah, because they're they're the ones that maybe have the disease and we don't want to catch it. Mm-hmm. So we told them that, you know, you guys are the ones that don't are not vaccinated. You guys sit over here. So it, it kind of in a way is changing our structure of how we view uh, humans or how we view Hopi. We're, we're being uh, racist against each yeah, other. Yeah, we're again. being racist against each other. Well, actually, we were racist against each other a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, that's why we have 12 villages. That's what I said again. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not again. We're just being more racist. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, I guess really to talk about the vaccine and, you know, we, we both proclaim that we're not professionals or experts on this. But really, from what I understand, at least from what I've heard in the news, the the very little literature that I've read. Yeah, yeah. But the, the purpose of the vaccine is to help your body that if you catch the virus, that the symptoms won't be as severe. And so I think that there is kind of this misconception that the vaccine is going to help you not get the virus but from what i've heard is that even though you're vaccinated you could still contract the virus but where it helps is that if you get the symptoms then they won't be severe so really in a way you know you're kind of saving your life by 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 getting the vaccine yeah that's and and if you choose not to get the vaccine and if you get covid then you have a chance of experiencing those severe symptoms and unfortunately, those severe symptoms do lead to worst case scenarios, which they have for a lot of people. But then understanding the recovery rate of COVID-19 is also pretty high. I think they said that it's above 90 yeah. percent a recovery rate uh, if you were to contract COVID. And then I'm going to knock on wood. And, you know, I, I, I think that this is another reason why I'm not really... I, I guess kind of I, I can be careless at times about it, but it's because I haven't contracted the virus yet or at least that I know of <laughs> because then like, you know, because what they say is that a lot of the times that you're asymptomatic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That you don't have any of the symptoms. And as you and I have proclaimed many a times on this podcast that native men that we won't go to the hospital until we're you know, dying. We're, we're actually dying. Coming out of our, you know. <laughs> 
Until we're actually dying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so if we're getting a little sniffle, that's not going to make me go to the hospital. No. If I'm short of breath for, you know, a little while, that's not going to make me go to the hospital. You know, it's uh, it's not only until we get under these extreme conditions, then we're going to the hospital. And so for the most part this year, I've been fairly healthy. And, you know, the Res Famous Wife pointed it out, too, because our kids normally get sick yeah, at least once a year. But during the whole pandemic, they didn't really get sick. No. And we were thinking about it. It's because she was the Res Famous Wife was now making us take vitamins. We were doing things like sanitizing often. We were doing things like washing our hands often. We were doing things like using the sanitizers on our hands as well. Yeah. Outside of just sanitizing certain surface areas. So I guess in a way we were being more cleanly. And and so it's her hypothesis that because we were being a little bit more cleanly is a reason as to why we weren't getting sick anymore. Did did you know that uh, some of the vitamins that they prove that they're not actually vitamins that you're taking? Like the, what was that one? Good Valley. I think that was the brand. Or something like, or Nature Valley, Nurture Valley, or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they proved that uh, most of the vitamins were just grass. Oh, really? Yeah. So they weren't actual vitamins. And you know, like what you were saying, like you know, with this vaccination, like people don't want to take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read some articles about like how this vaccine was put up quickly, like made quickly, and like you know, like with the with the common cold or common flu vaccine, vaccine, it took like years for it to be approved by the FDA. Actually, this this uh, vaccination is emergency approved by the FDA. It's not actually approved, quote unquote, approved, but it is actually emergency approved. And the reason why. What, what, what you mean is that it didn't go through the normal channels. No, it didn't go to the normal channels. It just went through like an emergency. It, it went through the speed, the the, the, the speeding yeah. shopping lane or whatever yeah. it is they call it. And so it went it, through the 12 items or less. <laughs> Yeah, went the to, grocery store. yeah, yeah, went through that the ten items or less uh, aisle, mm-hmm. and so in this article it stated that the reason why this vaccine was made so quickly was because they already had a starting vaccine, um, not particularly for the COVID nineteen, but it was for uh, like the family of coronaviruses. Oh, really? Yeah. So coronaviruses are basically a family of, of sicknesses like the, uh, what was it? Swine flu, mm-hmm. the respiratory mm-hmm. sickness. Mm-hmm. Those are types of, of uh, coronaviruses. And so they already had vaccines for that. So they just altered the state for whatever, whatever symptoms or whatever virus was attacking us. Hence COVID-19. Yeah. So that's the reason why they made this vaccine so quickly because it was already um, already kind of pre-made for us yeah, by the coronavirus uh, family. And I think before we run out of time, I'd definitely like to get to, I guess, the point of us doing this episode, talking about mandated vaccinations or kind of this whole discussion of why some folks don't want to get the oh, vaccination. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you mentioned that folks here, you know, they, they have uh, the argument is religious purposes because of, you know, I, I guess a lot, of, a lot of what it is is distrust towards Bahamas, distrust yeah, towards yeah. the United States federal government. And so really, you know, you kind of have these two different sides when it comes to the vaccine, those that are arguing for it. And their argument is that because... The more people that get vaccinated, that the stronger chance that this virus can go away. Yeah. Or, or that at least we can make it manageable to where we can have somewhat of a normal life back. 
And, you know, they base their arguments highly on, on science because, you know, hypothetically that, you know, you have all these health scientists that created this vaccine that know what they're doing and created something to help people. And so they're arguing loudly people need to get vaccinated because then in the grand scheme of things, it's going to be for the betterment, betterment of everybody. Yeah. That yeah. this virus will come under control and that we would be able to go back to somewhat of a normal life. You know, the the biggest one uh, that we had here on the Hopi was the smallpox back about almost 200 years ago, around that time, little maybe, maybe a little bit more than 200 years ago, as was the smallpox uh, pandemic here. You know, it killed a lot of uh, Hopis that were here on the reservation or, you know, pre-reservation, I guess you could say. And it, 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 in that in that kind of um, sense that we kind of learned from it, we kind of learned that okay, white man's medicine will kind of help us, mm-hmm. and if we take the white man's medicine, we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that kind of same logic kind of happens when we're as twenty first century Hopis is that yeah, white men's medicine is probably a little bit better than what our medicine is, and so not and then you have these radicals saying that no. You know, let's let's not do that. Let's just be Hopi and take our own medicines mm-hmm. and not knowing that this coronavirus or this COVID-19 is a is like a self-made virus, I guess you could say, or like a white man's virus, sort or, of like or, or a human created type or of a human created virus. Same thing with smallpox. You know, smallpox, we didn't have that antibodies to fight against. Or we didn't have the antibodies to fight measles or anything in that, in that nature. And so we have to develop our own way of fighting back, which is through the white men's medicine. So we kind of learn, learn from that, I guess you could say. And I don't know why there are some people, especially here on the reservation, that still don't want to take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I and, and that was the part that I was going to get to, get to is that on the other side, you have the anti-vaxxers. Yeah. And then their arguments is a lot of it has to do with distrust of the federal government, not just whole peace, not just natives. Yeah. As you've seen on the media, a lot of them behind us. A, a lot, lot of, of behind us. Yeah. Stereotypical They've been stereotyped as as rednecks. Oh yeah, as, yeah, yeah, as, yeah. As Trump supporters, and so you know, locally here in Arizona, if you were to go to places like Prescott or <laughs> Sholo, uh, you know, you're not going to see a whole lot of face masks in in places like that. But you know, and their argument really is the distrust for the government. Their argument is that well, we don't know what's in these vaccines. Yeah, we'd like yeah, to know yeah. what we're putting in our bodies. We would like to know whether it's going to actually help us be healthier or not. And you know, I I think a lot of it, what a lot of it really has to do with is like that, like pride. Because I remember when the, when the pandemic first started, you had tons of people on social media. Yeah. Stay home, wear your masks, uh, wash your hands, don't touch your eyes. There was like a lot of that on social media. And even it, it, it annoyed me because then, you know, because as a prideful 
native man, it's like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm not, you know, like 12 years old. You know, if I want to go outside and go check the post office, I'm going to go do that. If I want to touch my eyes after I cut jalapenos, I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? And, and so I, I think that a lot of it has to do with that. Like, it's just really this idea of the cultural, the, the, a cultural idea, an American ideal of I'm going to do what I'm going to, I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. It's, it's given us. You're not going to tell me what to do and I'm not going to do what you tell me. It, it's do. sort of like America has given us so much freedom that freedom. We think that everything that we do is yeah. supposed to be free. Yeah. And you know, it gets to a point, especially exactly like how you said it, that we believe in this American ideal so much that you could be driving your vehicle towards a cliff and people are telling you, stop, stop, turn around, turn around. But it's this American idea that you're not going to tell me what to yeah, do. Yeah, I can <laughs> drive my truck. If I want to drive my truck off the cliff, I'm going <laughs> to drive my truck off the cliff. And, you know, and I, I do think that some of it has to do with that because then, you know, I, I did because I've been thinking about this because, you know, it has been a pretty prevalent conversation in a lot of different spaces within my life, this idea of getting vaccinated and, you know, because I, I chose to get the vaccine, but then I saw somewhere on the news that they're getting close to creating a vaccine that'll be approved for children. Oh yeah. yeah. And then, you know, I thought to myself as a parent, would I have my kids get vaccinated? And it wasn't like a clear cut. Yes. In my head. Like I had to think about it because, you know, kind of that same attitude, I guess, is that I want to ensure that, my kids will be safe yeah. yeah. if they get, if they were to get a vaccine. And, and so, you know, I think that when you reflect on your children, that it really does make you think about things because the other part too, that I wanted to talk about is that, you know, as it relates to your family is that me personally, my kids are in school. Oh yeah. Both my youngest children are in school and my two oldest, to my knowledge, they're both going to classes physically Okay, in, in their college education. So I'm not, to the point where I'm so fearful that I don't want them to be in school. I want them to be in school. Yeah. But then I also support the school's mandate that they have to wear masks while they're in school. So we have them wear their masks while they're in school. But then yet you have other parents that don't want their kids to wear masks under any circumstance. And so they fight for schools to not mandate to force their children to wear school wear masks you know the you know the the whole idea like it, it's all based on the media and the construction of how we as americans are uh, look at the mandated part of it you know if when you say mandated Car carl blame the media everybody take a drink <laughs> when when you hear somebody blame the media or when you hear somebody blame uh the 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 government it, it's it's just telling you how poorly you're how poorly educated you are in a way i'm not i'm not dissing on anybody that that's that has a mindset like that but i'm just saying that you need to do a little bit more research and, and the information's out there I and think. the information is out there vastly out there you know the all the stuff that i've read is all backed up by by different science and the stuff that you might have read is just backed up on YouTube redneck saying that I can, <laughs> I can, I can jump off the <laughs> saying that the earth is flat all the time, you know, 
And I, the thing that I wanted to 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 mention with with the the vaccinations and the anti-vaxxers as well is that you know there there I, I guess to me you know there there is um, hypocrisies out there you know what I mean especially like because the, the the biggest hypocrisy that I kind of thought about and you know I I do apologize to anybody out there if I offend you with with my thought on this but I really do think this is that you know because we we do think about that right like we yeah we, yeah we we think that a new vaccine comes out I want to know what's in it yeah yeah because I want to know is it going to make me sick is it going to make me healthy and that's kind of like one of the big arguments is that I, I have to know what's in the vaccine before I put it in into my body. Uh, but you go to McDonald's, right? Yeah. Do you 100% know what's in a Big Mac? Oh, yeah. Horse meat and uh, probably a little <laughs> bit of uh, cow lips or something like that. I don't know. You go to Taco Bell. You get a <laughs> you, you order a meal there. Do you 100% know what's in the meal that's being served to you? Oh, yeah. Because we know that through fast food that it's not truly just beef. No. We know that it's not truly just flour in the buns. We know that there's a lot of chemicals in there. Yeah. If you drink alcohol, do you know what's in alcohol when you drink it? Most of us don't. No. And we still drink it. <laughs> and and so, you know, that that's kind of a big hypocrisy to me is when people say that I want to know what's in the vaccine before I put it in my body. Because almost every single day, a lot of us put things into our body. We have absolutely no idea and, you what, know, what it is. And then you go back to that McDonald's, that documentary that was made years ago. Yeah. That it was proven that McDonald's in vast amounts of consumption is dangerous for your body. But yet we still do it. We still go to McDonald's. We still order the meals that we order from there. And, you know, and, and so, you know, really, I, I don't think that that's a valid argument i guess if that's the argument that you're using as to not to why to get the vaccination but then going on to this i to the to the main topic as we get to it at the end of the episode <laughs> of mandated vaccinations because you know the the person that did put the um request in for us to talk about mandated policies or policies to mandate vaccinations is that you do have a lot of hospitals now schools now that are forcing their employees to get vaccinated. Yeah. And if they don't get vaccinated, then basically they're fired. Yeah. And so these schools and these hospitals are losing a lot of employees as a result of this. And I think that there's this big push, especially on the health side, that, you know, this whole time that this pandemic has been going on, you've had these surgeons you've had nurses you've had doctors you've had different healthcare professionals <clears throat> going through whatever hell that they went through dealing with all these covid patients coming in and out in and out so basically in a way they went to war yeah they went to war with the virus and instead of having this big parade for them instead of having these big trophies for them instead of having these large bonuses for them to pay them for their services that they're getting slapped with this mandate that you have to get vaccinated or you're fired. And you know, that's kind of an interesting thing too, is that a lot of health professionals aren't vaccinated <laughs> or, or are all, some of them are also in that boat, I guess, of anti-vaxxers, anti-vaxxers. which is very interesting because they work within the professional so, field. You would think that. So it, it kind of, it kind of, um, 
tells you that uh, if if the doctors won't get vaccinated, then why am I getting vaccinated? <laughs> Don't trust the beer. The beer has gone bad. You know that kind of scenario. You know? and so you know it's it, it's real. It's a real interesting dynamic because then you know like I'm vaccinated. Yeah. All of the adult relatives in my family are vaccinated. Yeah. All of the adult relatives in the Rez Famous Wife's family, they're all vaccinated. Yeah. And although I made that decision to get vaccinated, I chose to get vaccinated so I could help with the overall problem. But I don't know if I would support forcing others to get vaccinated if they don't want to. Because although I did use that analogy that we constantly put things into our body that we don't know what we're putting into our body, I still also to a degree support this American idea that if a person wants to stuff their face with Big Macs, then they should have the right to do so. You know, I have to kind of disagree with you on that. I think that mandating vaccinations are a a good thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, is that a lot of the schools around here and a lot of the teachers that don't want to get vaccinated are continuing to work with our children around here, mm-hmm. getting them sick. And especially when you hear on the media, mm-hmm. there's a lot of kids that are actually getting sick. And sometimes you'll hear one that actually died of the COVID mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. maybe a teacher didn't get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And so doing that mandate is something different it may seem like a harsh thing to do, but I believe that making it a mandate to do that is something of a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to make something, you know, a potato can't just stay a potato. It can be fries. It can be mashed potatoes pretty much. So if you take this mandate and turn it into something better, uh-huh. then you won't be, it won't be such a good, or, you know, bad thing. Well, you know, I, 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 I you know, I can ag- agree with what you're saying and but I guess for me, really, you know, because I think it really has to do with how I think, because then, you know, if if you make this mandate and you force people to get vaccinated, yeah, that the people that truly believe near and dear to their hearts that they don't want to get vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not going to get vaccinated. Oh, no. They'll get fired from that job and then they'll go someplace else to try to work. Yeah. That doesn't have this mandate. Yeah. And then they're going to exist someplace else. And I guess that's kind of something that I did think about and and think trying to prepare for this episode is that it's very hard to change people's minds. Oh, yeah, it is. Because we're so prideful in in what it is that we believe in, that we're so stubborn in in what it is that we believe in. Like there are people out there that are anti-vaxxers and you could point to the T that the vaccine is good for them. Yeah. Like you could throw out all the facts, you could throw out all the science, you could throw out all these different types of arguments as to why it's good, but it still wouldn't change their mind. No. That they're no. still going to believe that I don't want to get vaccinated because it's my right. Yeah. And and so, you know, I, I think, and, and unfortunately, you know, and unfortunately is that no matter what happens to people, you're always going to have anti-vaxxers. You're always going to have that different mindset. You're, you're yeah. always going to have people that are going to contend against whatever the CDC says because they see it as quote unquote the man. Yeah. And so outside of just natives that you do have these groups of people 
that want to be anti-government, that want to be anti-structure. And really, I think a lot of it does have to deal with those original Americanized beliefs of yeah, we can do what we want because that's the reason why we left England. You didn't leave England. Uh, <laughs> we stayed here all this time. I don't know where you came from. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, this this is a bonus episode and we, we want to have a longer conversation, but we want to have it with uh, maybe somebody that knows a little bit more about. So, so potentially this could be a part two. Yeah. And, this and so you potentially know, I, I apologize for that person that requested <laughs> this, that we didn't really get to the point of, of the conversation. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what part twos are for. Yeah. But part two, hopefully we can get somebody in here that has a little bit more knowledge than what we were talking about, because basically my knowledge is like, you know, uh, YouTube and, uh, part of, uh, NBC. My, my, my knowledge is, uh, Facebook and, <laughs> and Instagram, <laughs> Instagram posts. You know, it, it's, it's hard because it's, it's hard because, you know, like you were saying to at some point that you don't want to sound like a condescending no. a-hole. No, but then, you know, like some people make it hard to not be condescending because then it's like, for those of you that don't already know, Facebook is not the most reliable source, <laughs> source of information. to get your information. In <laughs> fact, it really should be the last place that you're taking information from and actually applying it to your life. But uh, my condescending comment for the episode. <laughs> all right. If you got to end of this episode, I thank you all for uh, keeping up here. And if you guys want to donate something, go to anchor.fm slash CJ podcast 85 to become our monthly donor, our 30 pack sponsor. It's only 99 cents or I believe up to nine ninety nine, whichever you can choose. Or if you just want to donate a dollar or more, go to buymeacoffee.com slash CJ podcast and donate a dollar or more. And if you're not following us on our social medias, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us at Carl and J-Man. If you're listening to this on YouTube, don't forget to hit the notifications, hit the subscribe button. And then if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, give us that five-star review because you're not five stars unless your Apple Podcast says you're five stars. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again for listening to Carl and J-Man's Save the World Podcast. My name is Carl, and this is my best friend, J-Man. So long. What question?